Good morning. You're listening to Morning Musings on Divine Mercy Radio with Matthew Hogan. And now, here's Matthew. Well, the register is probably the oldest example we have here Mm -hmm. in the diocese. And yet, I'm someone who I grew up and it was just like it was regular to see it. Yeah. Except I would always go and enjoy reading it because there would be a lot of those connections and stories across the diocese that were really cool. You'd either have like the jubilee anniversaries of different kinds, whether it be priests or married couples, or it would be confirmations and first communions across the diocese. All these different little things that are like on their own. People might be like, okay, this is a big deal for our family. But like it is, it's a big deal for everyone too, a little bit. So it's nice. The publications, that's another thing like Bishop really wanted to expand upon. We had the register, but that was kind of it. And I think that Faith Magazine has been something that a lot of people have really enjoyed. And it's a different kind of way to learn about their faith because not everybody's going to sit and listen to a podcast. Not everybody's going to want to sit and watch a video, but a lot of people love to read and they love to read inspiring stories. And so Katie has done just an amazing job of putting our faith into words so people can pass it on and let other people read them and teach through those resources. I think it's really, really awesome, especially the sacrament magazines that we've been doing. I think that those are just super, super powerful and really helpful and great resources to the people of our diocese. So I'm very proud of our publications. Katie Hamel does just an amazing job wrangling those and putting out good, true content that helps inspire people in the faith. So yeah, I mean, I was actually just reading through the latest one a couple days ago, and I was like, this is genuinely just so exciting and interesting to dig deep into it and just read through it. And it's it's both enriching, but also just excellent time. It's, it's time well spent, which I think is one of the most important things a person can do in their life is spend their time well. Yes. Yeah. Some of those stories, I think especially this latest magazine on Mary, one of the first stories in there is like very touching and heartbreaking, but also beautiful story. And it draws you in. And I think that media, no, however you consume it, if you're consuming good media, yeah, like you said, that's time well spent. So yeah. in in the process of you working at the diocese, you and Katie have also worked together, I believe, to like start a podcast, I think it was, and done some other things besides just the publications? Yeah, so so Katie's kind of our writer for all of a lot of capacities. She just is very, very gifted in coming up with beautiful words. Katie's main other job, I guess, is helping the foundation for the Catholic Diocese of Salina. And so one thing Katie and I work on is our appeal, Catholic appeal for the Bishop's Annual Appeal, videos that we put out every year. It's kind of like, I don't know, a promo kickoff of the appeal every year. And she just writes beautiful words. And then it's my turn to do the visual and the behind the scenes work. But if I didn't have her words, I don't think I'd be as inspired what to kind of put a visual to. So she does a great job with that. But a podcast was actually kind of, I had the idea, but Bishop was the one who kind of thought, hey, we should start this podcast because that was when Father Gail was kind of dabbling with the Kanza Catholic podcast that they run out of St. Isidore's. Mm -hmm. And so he was like, we need to just look into this. And then he really liked the idea and we funded it and started From the Heart Catholic podcast as a basically just a podcast to share different faith stories, whether that be conversions, priest, you know, vocations stories, things like that. And then it's kind of expanded from there. And it's 
it's a very important, I think, evangelization tool that we have in our communications department for the diocese, for sure. So, Well, from what I know, a lot of dioceses out there don't have podcasts or creations like that. So it helps people connect, I think, a little bit more with their faith, but also like because it's a personal level. Like, Because you can go and listen to talks on EWTN or Formed or whatever, and it can be really powerful and inspiring. But at the same time, some of those people can seem a little far away. But when yeah. you're like, this person is from a town that I've either been to or the town I live in, or it's something that's like, I know these places that this person is talking about in their story, or like I've been to that church, I think it gets a little closer to home. Yeah, it does. And as we started out with the conversion stories and things like that, that was something Bishop was like super passionate about. It was getting all these, you know, stories of the faith and just encounters with Jesus out there. So people could be like, oh, I know that couple. I know that person. So this is possible for me. And then we expanded to um, interviews with our seminarians so people can kind of get to meet them. Then last year during the year of St. Joseph, we did a St. Joseph series. And so we worked through different titles of St. Joseph and had different guests on for that. But our most recent and most popular show on our podcast is The Three Bald Guys. And I think that Bill and Jeff and Father Jared just are very engaging. They're like just three (laughs) goofballs that pick on each other, but like they're all very passionate people and they have a lot of things that they want to share about, you know, good news going on in each of their departments in the Catholic schools and youth ministry stuff. And then Father Jarrett kind of brings a diocese and clergy perspective and kind of that, you know, if we have theological things to talk about, (laughs) he's kind of the go-to. And I think that the three of them is a really fun balance, humans that just make a very entertaining but helpful podcast for the people in our diocese. So yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah, and it takes a lot of work to put that kind of thing on, too. I don't know. I know a lot of people always will like be like, why do movie credits take so long? Mm-hmm. Or how many people does it actually take to like create a podcast or a YouTube video or things like that? And you would think maybe it doesn't take that many, but it takes a lot of help from a lot of people. Either that or a lot of hard work. And yeah. It's, 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 it's impressive when you can actually pull together and put it together. And the amount you guys have done and the quality level it's been has just been fascinating to me. Rather inspiring. Yeah. Yeah, we're on season two, which is really exciting. I don't know what constitutes like a season two, but we just said it's our second year, so we're going to call it season two. But it's basically just them coordinating with me when they're able to get Father Jarrett in town because, you know, he's a priest. He has a few parishes to take care of and a school. (laughs) And so it's kind of we will record two or so at a time and try to put them out regularly. But it's just me, me and the bald guys running the show and I edit everything and get it out there and do the promotions for it. So it's a big task, but it's a very rewarding avenue of communication that we've kind of started to really build on. I think that's one of the things that really makes it amazing what Katie has also done, as you were talking about Mm -hmm. earlier with Faith, is because I think she mostly, like, she does have a lot of help, but she does a lot of the editing and primary writing herself, which is just, that's an incredible amount of work. Yeah. Especially to do it consistently with quality. It's true. And now she has a baby and is working from home and also taking care of a child. And so I'm just always in awe of her. And she's so organized. And I'm just like, power to you for being that organized and having everything together because there's so many deadlines that are involved with publications. And she just makes it seem so easy. So. (laughs) Yeah. So maybe another question. And if you don't have a particularly good answer with it, that's fine. But maybe what are some of the fruits you've really seen while working 
in the Catholic media field. Hmm. I've seen a lot of people get engaged. There's a lot of people that will share content. And then I think they feel maybe more knowledgeable or like they have the tools and the resources to express their faith more or to be more proud of sharing things, you know, on their social media or even in person with people. I think that the different avenues of communication that we have, the publications, things we put out on social media, our podcast, they help people learn and then they're more equipped to go out and share the good news, which is something that Bishop is very passionate about, is mm-hmm. sharing Christ's love with other people and therefore, you know, bringing people closer to him. And I think that it's equipped people with more resources to be able to do that or to just feel more confident sharing it and being true to who they are online. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in again to listen to Morning Musings. This has been Matthew Hogan talking to Matea Gregg about communications in the Diocese of Salina. I hope you all enjoyed it. And we will now return to the Sunrise Morning Show.